When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Look, Bumble knows you're exhausted by dating. All the, must not take yourself too seriously, and 6-1 since that matters, and what do I even say other than, hey? <sighs> well, that's why they're introducing an all-new Bumble, with exciting features to make compatibility easier, starting the chat better, and dating safer. They've changed, so you don't have to. Download the new Bumble now. This episode is brought to you by Snapple. Want to know another Snapple fact? The first hot air balloon passengers were a sheep, a duck, and a rooster. Ridiculous. Check out Snapple.com to find ridiculously flavored Snapple near you. Welcome to So Bad It's Good with Ryan Bailey, the podcast where we cover all the pop culture we love to hate, from the classic reality TV moments of the past and present to the latest Daily Mail headlines and everything in between. We'll dive into all the infamous and notorious messes you can't stop watching. I'm looking at you, Jax Taylor. I'm your host, Ryan Bailey. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome back to So Bad It's Good. I am so thankful to be talking to my next guest. Uh, it's usually, it's it's not the usual day we do it, but I, I couldn't go a week without talking to her about the latest pop culture events. And I was really scared last week when I, I wasn't feeling good. I was like, if I die, will, will that be the last time I talk to Sophie about Kravis humping each other in public places. And I'm so happy to to tell you that, it, that last week wasn't the last time I'm going to talk about Kravis humping each other in public spaces again today. But uh, our, our pop culture oracle is back with us on a Thursday, but we're going to pretend it's Monday. Sophie Ross, welcome to the show. 
Oh God, Kravis. Kra- well, I mean, first off, we said Kravis was going to go to the Met Ball, and they didn't go to the Met Ball. But I, they- yeah, why Courtney's never been invited? <laughs> Wait, well, I know I heard they were invited, but she just chose not to go potentially to stand up for her sister Chloe, who's been banned from the Met Ball. Wait, so Courtney, Courtney was invited then to go with Travis? Yes. yes. Oh but my imagine, God, imagine she, she feels bad for Chloe. I mean, that's oh that, that's all allegedly, but imagine choosing the MTV Music Awards over the Met Ball. No, that's why I find that so hard to believe. Like, that's really nice of her because I'm sure everyone saw like that. It was the sun headline that was like, Chloe, no. <laughs> no, you <laughs> said this Kardashian banned from Met Gala for being too C-list. No, she should be banned because of fucking Tristan Thompson. That's what I say. The Met Ball needs to start like taking morals into thing. And like, if you make idiotic decisions in your personal life, you shouldn't be allowed to go to cool events. Like, period. Like, yeah. I, I, I think that, that Anna Wintour says, if you want to dump Tristan and never get back together, you're welcome on this carpet, you know? It's true, though, that Chloe just does make herself very, like, she's doing, she was doing a Shein fashion show, like, Shein, yeah. like, fast fashion, like, posting all of her, like, Instagram quotes and just acting like a corny, like, Midwestern mom sometimes on Instagram. She Chloe, makes herself Chloe just signed, uh Chloe just signed with LuLaRoe this week. Oh my god! <laughs> Chloe's like, uh, look at my hamburger vagina leg. But I wouldn't be surprised. <laughs> no, I wouldn't be. Well, it seems like they. It seems like they know something that we don't. It, they like. I feel like there's like a, a run on money or something, and they they're like, we got to get as much as quickly as we can. Rob, you're gonna do a hot sauce. Chloe, you're gonna do a uh, a nejo. Uh, you know, it, it's it's weird. It just that's like, what I'm saying though. I'm like. They spend so much money. They spend more money than they make and they have to like keep up appearances. And it's like, I know that we like, yes, they obviously are very rich and have a lot of money. But again, it it goes back to my longtime theory that I'm like, they're not as rich as they like want to pretend they are. Yeah, you've always said that. Yeah, and that's why it's like Chloe like doing a Shein ad is very cheap for her brand it cheapens her brand even more than it's already been cheapened I mean, it's like and chloe's it's like, brand why? is chloe's brand is like cheap it like that's it's exactly cheap. her it's brand is cheap, cheap. with like men like, with this yeah it doesn't seem like a very if if she didn't have to do a Shein partnership for money i why would she it's like it's embarrassing. So it's like, yes, this is the, these are the actions of someone who just, you know, needs more money to sustain her lifestyle. Well, you say they have to keep up appearances, but I think this week it's potentially a huge week for the Kardashians because they finally maybe have tapped into something where they realize you can just put a bag over your head and go out in public. Like Kim Kardashian, you guys wore a, uh, what was that designer? What is that gap? What, who is that? I think uh, it, wasn't it Balenciaga? Balenciaga, Balenciaga. And she says it's a, it's like an oversized t-shirt, but it's much fancier than that. But I started to hear people go, Oh my God, it's stunning. And I'm like, fuck off. Like, who, honestly, was saying, who said that? Oh, great. Nicki Minaj. <laughs> Nicki Minaj said it. And oh no, my God. but it's like, come on guys. Like you've got to like, like, we're we're no, in this like this. everybody's wearing masks now. Justin Bieber was wearing a mask inside the Met Ball that while he was performing. I'm like, what is this shit with the masks? 
I really, I really hated Kim's look. And even like everyone was freaking out about Kendall. Yes, she looked great. She looked good. But it's the same shit. She wears, she always wears some form of like naked dress. It's like not, it's not exciting. Like the Kim thing. Yes, I will give it to her. She got everyone's attention. She got the headlines. Um, It felt very, you know, she'd come in like normal glam ever and be like, oh yeah, Kim Kardashian looks epic, like whatever. But the fact that she came in the, Frickin', what do you call that? The, the like a ninja outfit, gimp like a, a gimp suit. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. The gimp suit. It's an S and M outfit without the metal part. Oh my god! And like a T-shirt. I saw some people online be like, she was making a statement that you can like just recognize her based on her figure alone because her figure is so iconic. And it's like, yes, you could argue that. I don't think she's making that statement. I think Balenciaga or however you say that Balenciaga. word, Balenciaga. First of all, if she wanted to show off her figure, it's like that baggy t-shirt, the weird t-shirt situation. I like was so confused by the t-shirt. I guess her caption was like, what's more American than a t-shirt from head to toe? While it was also like the the Donda all black thing. Yeah, and, what, what, like, and so it was Kanye FaceTiming with her? I'm like, that looks dope. I can't even tell who you are. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. And I think it could have been even cooler if it was like very matte black or like a different material. It just like looked like a cheap, like literally everyone at Halloween is going to be dressed as her. That's what I'm saying. Like just, I'm going to so give you easy. like a, give you a couple glad bags and you're Kim Kardashian, you yeah, know? No, you get a black gimp suit and a black oversized t-shirt and that Don't was you, literally her outfit. You know how many accidents are going to happen with girls just running into shit because they can't see? Yeah. Um, yeah. But it's also the people that were saying that I'm like, but who else would that have been other than Kim Kardashian? Like, it's like no one else. Like, it's just, of course it was Kim. And at the end of the night, does Kim go, you did good, Kim? Like, does she look in the I mirror and go like, you did she, good. You did good. I was wondering if at the ball, she like takes off the thing. Yeah, I saw her with that. Like, uh, I saw her with the little mask, like a little Robin mask. Well, that like, was with the, the after eyes. party. That was oh, the okay. after party. But I mean, inside the Met Gala, I'm like, is she like taking it off to like talk to people and eat, or is she like keeping it Yeah, like the meme of Ke- of her and Kendall. Yeah, to me, it looked just so just, I don't know. It's just like there's an element where it's like goes past art and gets into sadness for me because I'm just like, man, it just never. It's never going to be enough. Like it's never, right. it's never, you're never going to be able to chill. Like there's no chill yeah. and you're going to keep elevating things to the point where it's not going to be fun anymore for any of us, you know? Right. I'm like, doesn't she get tired? I'm like, if I, if this were, if I were an established celebrity like Kim Kardashian, I'd be like, okay, time to just like put on my best couture gown, get glammed up, just like look amazing. And why does she put, she puts herself through wearing a gimp suit the whole night. And for what? That and then we, and then we're convincing people that it's cool and it's artistic. Like the fact that we, you, we make things like in the name of art, like, and I'm just like, other people are using Kim as a canvas. This isn't Kim. Like you'd have to explain deeply some of these like concepts to Kim, you know, like she gets I it eventually. Hate- I hate the people that are turning it into like trying to like read between it, like trying to make it something really deep. I'm like, it, she got attention. That's it. Well, I like it the works. discourse where it was like, it's not even Kim under there. 
that's not Kim. Like who that they just pulled off the greatest prank in Met history. And I'm like, it's not fucking like Nathan for you. Like it's that actually would be funny, yeah. but um that would have been hilarious if it was Nathan Fielder. <laughs> it's like I I just uh the thing with the Met ball that cracks me up though is like I still didn't understand. Like, I'm like, what happens inside? Like, do you just like what what what's the so the point is you stand outside and and I guess there was a theme which was like America, right? Yeah, it was like Americana or American or something, whatever. And no one like, I mean, a few people followed the theme in like very like vague ways, but it was very just like vague. Like, and I hate how people just do not follow the theme. And there really just like was nothing that stood out to me at all. Oh yeah, was there anything that took your breath away? Honestly, no, there wasn't. I think that Kaya Gerber looked really pretty. Like I loved her gown. I guess it was something that Cindy Crawford or oh, maybe really? her, her mom like yeah i don't know it's like people like looked pretty but like it's the met gala i want to like walk away being like wow this gown was like insane like zendaya that's what also it's like there were so many people that were missing like bella hadid is usually a staple zendaya well the um, rumor is Nicole and, the, and this is sophie the room this was a part of the story too is that anna wintour had a very strict vaccination policy yeah bella you posted. Be, did you see that yeah bella actually was pressured into posting her getting her shot going for any the for anybody concerned mtv had lax uh security you just had to uh show proof of not having covid you did not have to be vaccinated where the met ball you didn't and that's where we got the Nicki minaj statement of I'm not going to get vaccinated for the Met ball if I do. Uh, and and by the way, just so everybody at home knows, Nikki is doing her own research. She's got a lab. She's got a lot of scientists working 24 <laughs> seven to figure this thing out. She's going to let us know. Um, but it did. There were rumors then of like Zendaya is not vaccinated. Kylie Jenner is not vaccinated. These are, of course, rumors. But it does like, why do you think Kylie Jenner dropped out last minute? I think that Kylie Jenner dropped out last minute because Kylie Jenner is has shown herself to be kind of a flaky unprofessional person really yeah that's what everyone a lot of people and on the show like she would drop out of stuff and kim had to be like this is your reputation people are going to stop working with you um so i think that kylie (laughs) kylie was like who are you you're in a black outfit i don't kim is that you it's like, yeah, I think Kylie thinks the world revolves around her. And I think also maybe she like was feeling maybe self-conscious that she was pregnant and wasn't feeling like hot next to Kendall. Like, I don't know what it was. I had a theory. I, I don't I, think that it had to do with her being unvaccinated, honestly. I, I, I don't either, because I think there's too many events in their lives where they do yeah. have to be vaccinated. Yeah, I have a theory, okay. though. So at the MTV Music Awards the night before on Sunday, Travis Scott won some bullshit award and he thanked stormy and his fam but he did not think kylie jenner and kylie jenner was already in new york because she was intending on going to the met ball and went to fashion week but part of me thought like i wonder if she said well fuck it if you're not going to acknowledge me i'm not going to the met ball with you screw that okay yes i actually definitely can stand behind that theory too that she would i would have been pissed too i think but i think she uses that but it's like think about like us like normal people dating it's like her pulling out of the met ball is like being like well we're not going out this friday to the movies screw you if you're gonna not acknowledge me i'm not gonna you know but it just it's on a huge grand scale on her level you know 
Yeah, like that, that actually is a good theory that she, I think anyone would be mad about that. Like any, any woman who is carrying a man's second child and he's on stage, yes. and he everyone else except her, anyone would be pissed about that. It is weird. Like I still, to this day, like, I, I mean, maybe we already talked about this, but it's like Kylie Jenner. If you think about it, Kylie Jenner's COVID project was getting Travis to impregnate her again. And like, she yeah. directly wanted it to be him. She directly loves like Stormy's perfect. And so she like to me, and I, I don't mean it like derogatory towards females, but I'm like, I think she set her sights on, I'm going to have the same bloodline period. And I'm going to do what it takes to get Travis because Travis still doesn't really publicly acknowledge her like in just small ways. He's the ultimate dude yeah. in the sense that he just never commits. Yeah. Cause he's definitely just sleeping with people all over the place that aren't her. So I'm sure like, First of all, if he thanked her during the speech, he would have his like side chicks blowing up his phone after. Yeah. So you probably thought about that. Second of all, he knows that anytime Kylie is brought up, it's going to become like a thing. So I think it would take attention away from him, which I think is kind of understandable. I mean, it, like, yeah, it's like that that comes with the territory of any time a Kardashian is mentioned, it overshadows everything. I can understand people wanting to be like, no, this is my moment. You know, what's kind of nice about Travis Scott is that I don't know anything about fucking Travis Scott. You know, like I like that. I don't know. Um, I get those goosebumps every time. <laughs> no, I like that. I get I like the gifts of him screaming with the mic over his head like, ah, like I know he's a real entertaining performer, but I like that. I don't know his personal life, you know? Well, I yeah, like that. because all he does on the red carpet or like in interviews or whatever it is, he's just like staring at the ground. Yes. And like yeah. I, I've tried to this is like when I know it's like I'm it's like over for me. Cause I can't hear Travis Scott's music. Like I, I, I know everybody loves it so much, but when I hear it, it just seems so like, like downtrodden and like, what are we doing here guys? How is everybody what bopping? About sicko this? mode. Sicko mode. No, I get <laughs> my nephew got me into sicko mode, but um, the other I thing, love those memes, the meme that's like me at the scholastic book fair in 1997. <laughs> it's like, I get those goosebumps. Up I'm like, that was me. I was, Oh my God. You, the scholastic book fair. That was fucking dope. Like you'll never have those kind of highs again. Oh my God. Or, I, yeah, I was obsessed. I know we're a different age range, but like, did you in your school, like elementary school, like once a month, you would get those like circulars from scholastic where you could order books. And yes, yeah. It was always the coolest thing because they had like movie books and regular, and yeah. it was like the best. I love collecting books. I um, was obsessed with the Scholastic Book Fair and obsessed with Goosebumps. Loved them. <laughs> um, you didn't watch the MTV Music Awards, did you? What? When even were they? Uh, what night again? Uh, Sunday night. Yeah, no. I oh, I guess. Been. Oh, I guess you're not into music. What? No. Okay. Wait. No. Yeah, I, because the only, that's what MTV is these well, days. Well, the only point I, the I, I did unfortunately watch it, but the only, the only part of it that that I'm bringing up is that it was the 40th anniversary of MTV, which is like a once legendary network that really was responsible for so many pop icons, like legitimately yeah. success, like legitimately turned around a certain elements of pop culture in this country, and for a 40th anniversary show. It was so glitzy and glam and like like little to no soul. They had they had so many missed opportunities to pair older musicians with newer musicians and see some really special performances. But God, I don't care about Justin Timberlake performing with the kid Leroy like the 10 times. And Justin Timberlake has gotten to a point like I really like Justin Timberlake, but he's gotten to a point where 
our pop stars nowadays are so lazy. He doesn't even bother to sometimes put the mic up to his face to sing. So he'll just go like this and then he'll put it up sometimes. And I'm like, you're not even lip syncing in a, a proper way. Like you don't like, what are we doing here? Like I, I it frustrates Wait, me. I, I didn't know that Justin Timberlake. Oh, sorry. Justin. No, no, sorry. Justin Bieber. Oh, Justin Bieber. I thought you said Justin. Okay. So just, I did yeah, say Timberlake. Said Justin Timberlake. I did I'm, say. Like, Justin Timberlake I'm still on antibiotics. Come on. No, <laughs> fuck Justin I'm like, Timberlake. how did I not know this? That would have blown no. up Twitter. Justin Bieber. But Justin Bieber's yeah. like, and he wore a overcoat with like a hoodie. So you really couldn't see his face. And I'm like, that's cool, I guess. But the, f- the thing that really bothered me was that he wouldn't put the mic up to his mouth to lip sync. So he would just mouth the words. And I'm like, what? Are we just like, we're not even pretending anymore. Like this is the way they ran. First of all, the way they ran the MTV network into the ground by just playing ridiculousness 24 seven. It's bizarre. It's crazy. You're right. It's like MTV used to have such like a legacy. Even the VMAs. like, I remember in college, we all used to get so excited to watch them. It's like, I don't care anymore. No, there was no surprises. There was no, and you just realize, but then part of me was like, well, I hope kids somewhere are flipping out about this and I just don't see it like, cause I'm old, but I don't think they are like, I don't think cause don't each think year freaking out over yeah, the ratings go down generation. year to year. Yeah. Um, but that's what I was saying. Like the culture of pop stars. Now what we have is, you know, we're, we're normalizing people like Haley Bieber and Kendall Jenner to come out and be like, Ooh, stars. When it's like Haley Bieber, gorgeous girl. Right. Tell me what she does. She's Justin Bieber's handler. I mean, like, what is what does she do? I know she's perfectly she's a, gorgeous. She's like a five seven model. She's like literally five seven. So like not like your average model height. You know, she's a uh, yeah that that whole like model crew like the Kendall like Bella Haley. I'm like, can we get some new ones? I don't like, care I'm- about like the 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 rich kids of Beverly Hills. I feel like they need to perform like a monologue or do some kind of service to get a license to be a performer. Like what's your talent? Like, it's like a super, like, what can you fly? What can you do? And none of those guys can do anything. Did you see though, that at the Met Gala, I guess fans were chanting Selena, Selena, Selena Justin. It looked like it looked like he was crying at one point. That is kind of brutal. I, that, that is kind of brutal. Oh my God. That would be awful. That would be awful. Um, were you doing it? Were you one of them? Yeah, that was me. Yeah, so, Sob Sophie. So, um, and also <laughs> another thing about the Met Ball, real quick, Timothy Chalamet was on the board. He was like one of the heads of the Met Ball this year on their honorary board. And I don't that kid, if you look at his face, he could literally be a thousand years old and he could literally be 15 years old. If I you study that. wait, but he's dressing like Corey Feldman. Now he's in his military phase. He's always wearing like military jackets now. And it's like, once a celebrity gets to their military phase, it's over for them. Like it's like it's Sergeant Pepper. Exciting though. than like the olive orange black suits. So you're on board. So, okay. Sophie. So uh, I'm your, you're, you're your date shows up this week and he's in like full military garb. What do you think? Okay. Not for a date, but for a red carpet, <laughs> for a red carpet, I appreciate how Timmy, like, you know, he's like a fashiony guy. He likes fashion. He's into that. Like, I appreciate that. I thought he looked great. Honestly, like people like I, I, you know, it's possible to go a little too outlandish. Like I think, um, 
Oh my God. What is his name? Uh, from Schitt's Creek. Oh, Dan Levy. Dan Levy. Like, I just think he looked silly, but it's like, well, you know. it's, it's the, it's the damn glasses. He's really married to those glasses. And when he takes them off, you're so just dis- not disturbed, but it's like, you're already wearing this like really outlandish outfit, which is cool, man. Like go for it. But without the glasses, he was doing this like model squint thing. And he's just not ready for that. He needs the glasses. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Speaking of that, the Shit's Creek thing. Do you notice how uh, while I was sick, I was watching so much TV and it was the kind of sick where you're not even enjoying watching TV. It's just on. Is that yeah. every Dan Levy and Annie, the 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 person that played his sister in the show, they're in every commercial. They're like getting their money. Like do you, Dan Levy oh, yeah. is in every commercial. I'm like, he's on so many products that I'm like, holy shit, this guy yeah. must be. But it's like you got to watch that stuff. Like you, you can't do too many commercials. You don't want to like ruin. That you know? show is like so mega popular. Shit's Creek. I personally don't. I tried watching it, and I like. I know this is like controversial. I just like did not get that into it after I think I watched like almost the whole first season. So it's like I don't understand the hype, but clearly people are like obsessed with. But them. see, I love. I mean, each one of those guys, I think, are great actors, like awesome relationships, and yeah, I love. Yeah, yeah. They I love that it started off. It. Like I love that it started off not a hit. It was on like pop TV. It was like I love that it built. Like I love success stories that build over time. That's cool. But now we're seeing the after effects of that. So I'm like Dan Levy. Once you get to your tenth product, you're endorsing in a year. It's, you know, maybe chill out a little bit. And I was wondering if his agents were like yo, we can't get you on a movie because of the pandemic. So we're just going to hit you with so many commercials. You know, I'd probably do that too, I guess. I probably, if I, if I were a budding, you know, celebrity who was getting endorsements left and right, I'd be like, yeah, Um, (laughs) I'll take the money. I'll take the six figure paycheck just to like shoot a commercial. Now I sent you this article just a a couple hours ago, but it says, and this, I really attribute this to you. Actually, the bachelor season 26 is, Clayton Eckhard, uh, they say, is this ABC's new star? And supposedly they are going with this gentleman who is in this upcoming season of The Bachelorette, Michelle's season that we have not seen that premieres October 19th. And this guy, Clayton Eckhard, E-C-H-A-R-D, is supposedly The Bachelor, and they have not gone with Greg Grippo. So what what are your what are your thoughts? I mean, it's a win. This is you. I feel like this is because of you. Like, honestly, this is like, because if people were not making a stink about Greg Grippo, he would be the bachelor. I know. And it's crazy because like he was him and his family were like making sure that they were all buttoned up. Like they were like ready for the announcement. Like they were ready. And then it was snatched away, (laughs) uh, which I love for all of us. We'll see him on bachelor in paradise next, next year, which I, which I think will be hysterical. I hope not though. I really hope not. Like he doesn't deserve a platform or more followers. He doesn't like he's a piece of shit. So I hope they're just like, they cast him aside forever for fear of like backlash. I don't know. But, oh, and like the Bachelor in Paradise stuff has been crazy. Dude, you guys, I I talked uh, about this briefly last week when I was sick, but Bachelor in Paradise, I think is one of the best shows on TV right now. Like, and I know, I think you agree, Sophie. In fact, you, you but like, it is so fascinating, the ecosystem that they've set up and the little, and I just love how serious everybody takes it. And like, People, there's literally a conversation last week where 
are you here for Instagram followers, bro? When it's like, everybody is there for Instagram followers, yeah. but who's the guy that lost a hundred thousand followers in the last Brendan. week? So you guys, Brendan, a hundred thousand followers. He went from like 350,000 to 250,000 in a week yeah. because he played this one girl because he was dating this other girl. And then she came to the Island and they pretty much, you know, he was like, Oh, sorry. We were just friends. I'm actually, and he was like such an asshole about it too. Like that he really got, not... ga- he really gaslit her. He was he like, did. and it like, that wouldn't be the first time that, you know, like, people meet up before the show and they like look forward to meeting up again on the show, but like they played it so dumb where he like literally, yeah, he gaslit her. He tried this girl that Natasha, who he ended up like kicking to the curb once his girlfriend Piper came and yeah, he kicked her to the curb and it was like, actually, yeah, I just thought we were friends. When earlier in the episode, <laughs> when earlier watching. in the episode, he was like, "Yeah, like completely trying to like have a romantic thing with her just to get the rose or like make her think that there was something between them." Oh, I was, was so confused. Wild. Like, I was the idiot that watched that, and I was like, "Wait, they're just friends? I thought there were more than that." Like, he he gaslit me, where I was like, "Wow, I must have been watching that completely different." Easy but- to manipulate. I totally bought it, but <sighs> I love all of it, you guys. Like, for this is like such. And I don't want to say hidden gym because everybody knows about it, but I don't think everybody realizes how good it is in terms of like how many storylines they've set up. And the fact that like you literally have to couple off and then people are legitimately saying shit like, yeah, I think, I think we could like be together after this. Like this is, you could be, you're the one. And like the one guy ditched the one girl and the girl had just gotten on the, the, the yeah. bachelor in paradise Island. And then they kicked them both off the same day. And the poor girl wouldn't even, she, then the girl wouldn't even get in the van on the way home with the guy. Like it was so Oh yeah. Good. She was like, this isn't your van, Chris. <laughs> that was sad though. Cause they were like, actually like bullied, even though it's come out that they had no pre-existing relationship and they were kind of just being bullied because like, they didn't have a lot of followers or clout. But she thought she was being all flirty and like, yeah, I'll hook up with this dude. And then I just apparently I actually was listening or reading somewhere, listening to a podcast. She went, I don't know. She said that the producers were like, the only way you can stay on the show is if you make a connection right here at this party. So like, she didn't go about it the right way, but like, she was also so like, you know, the producers manipulate. I felt bad for Chris and Alana, honestly. But um, yeah, the rest of the show has been just like, insane it really has been like an insane i think it's so crazy how grocery store joe he really is like the mob leader of paradise but he's also like one of the dumbest guys i've ever he's like let me get this straight you come to island you like girl girl come back and you like girl like he's always like explaining it in the dumbest ways and then i'm like Dude, just because you have a girl here now, you're all like, remember, I'm like, Joe, we all remember you the first day on the island when you moped around like a whiny bitch, like just <laughs> like up and down the island, throwing like skipping rocks into the ocean. I know. And I'm like, dude, grow up. You're on an island, get free drinks for a month, you know? <laughs> I love when it, did you watch um, the most recent episode? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I love how when he like mocked Piper, how Piper was like, there's no rule book for paradise. And yeah. grocery store Joe was like, there's no rule book for paradise. <laughs> it really is ridiculous. And I tell you, I hate Demi. I'm so glad oh, she's God. she's gone. Man, yeah, that girl thinks it. her shit doesn't stink. And it's but like, I did like how she stood up. She stood up to Brendan, 
when yeah. he was being such a rude asshole, he was literally like the other thing that people, you know, were unfollowing Brendan about was the way that he was talking when the cameras were off yeah. or when he thought that the cameras were on him when he was still mic'd up. And he was, you know, saying things like, well, it's not like Natasha had any other options. She had zero prospects. Like she was starting to annoy me, like blah, blah, blah. And Piper was like, thanks for doing the heavy lifting. Like, and they were talking about followers and like, all of it was like all of this stuff where like the producers were clearly kind of pissed off at their behavior too. The fact that they even aired that stuff was crazy. But but I, yeah, I, see, like I, really I feel like that's a direct to me. That is a direct call in response to Bravo, Bravo, fucking Bravo. Like that's what I love. I'm like, this is the ABC iteration of, of like they're becoming self-aware, you know, everything's becoming yeah. a natural thing. You know, I, I think it's really interesting. Um, uh, to go back to Courtney Kardashian and uh, Travis Barker, I was wondering what, what, if you had your wish, where would you like to see them hump? Is there a, um, a, a any kind of landmark or in their like, own homes? Okay. That's a good one because right now we see them a lot in a lot of like a story, like a loading docks. I've seen them, uh, bathrooms. We saw them with machine gun Kelly and Megan Fox. Oh, the bathroom. Like who the, like imagine taking the number two in there and they're like, Hey, we're going to take some cool photos in here. No, imagine just like walking in. You're like, Oh, I'm sorry. Excuse me. And Pardon me. What are the girls? And are the girls like? I don't, I'm sorry, you guys. I know everybody's all like thinks Machine Gun Kelly's hot. I just don't see it. At, like I don't. I think he's like the biggest joke. And I think like allegedly he looks so pilled out all the time. He has no reaction to anything. And it's like I don't get. I and I Megan Fox is super hot, but it's like the Haley Bieber of like, yo, you might want to like do something with this soon. Like what? Maybe get a film or tv role folks i folks summer is just around the corner so it's time to say goodbye to those jackets and sweaters and hello to shorts and tees now i wanted to update my wardrobe for the long haul without spending a fortune and luckily i found quince now i have a lineup of timeless pieces i want that will keep me looking fresh year after year i got a pair of tan shorts i got a pair of green shorts i cannot wait to style these for summer and i gotta tell you the quality is great because quince has all the seasonal must-haves like 100 european linen shirts from $30 performance polos and versatile flow knit activewear. The best part, all Quince items are priced 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Quince cuts out the cost of the middleman by partnering directly with top factories and passes that savings on to us. And Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing practices and premium fabrics and finishes. So you can feel good about what you're wearing on every level. So upgrade your wardrobe. Go to quince.com slash so bad for free shipping on your order and 365 day returns. That's Q-U-I-N-C-E dot com slash so bad to get free shipping and 365 day returns. Quince.com slash so bad. I'm so thrilled to be doing a commercial again, and especially for one of my favorite brands, Bull and Branch. Um, now, I told you a while back when they first came on, that uh, they sent me a, a set of their sheets. And I think it is one of the nicest things that I now own. And it is one of those things that makes a huge difference. And especially when you're sick to a, be able to lie in a comfortable bed of soft sheets around you. And these really are 
my favorite sheets, the best sheets I've owned. And I know you're like, Ryan, that doesn't say much. You slept on a tarp all these years. But for real, it is really, really amazing to actually use. And I was thinking about this is uh, we talk about the companies that we like. And it's the companies that actually add those kind of uh, little touches. You know, those little things add up to big things. And it's it's kind of like even like with Bull and Branch. Like they they sent me the sheets and they, they sent it in this kind of like beautiful silk thing that you opened up and the sheets came out. Like they have a bag for their sheets. You know, like I've never like, I was like, wow, like do I keep this bag? Like this is a nice bag. But it's the little things we do that all add up to the legacy that we leave behind. Bull and Branch was started by a husband and wife team that wanted to create a textile company that cared about the details that would make their products last. Now, you'll feel the difference in their best-selling, beautifully crafted signature sheets. These are the sheets that I have, you guys. Like I said, it is so smooth, so soft, where you notice a difference immediately. Like, I noticed a difference immediately, and for me, that says something, because sometimes I'm ignorant to the things like style and fashion, but I was like, ooh, this feels really, really good. And like I said, when you unbox these things, it's kind of like an experience. You know you have a quality product. So experience uncompromising comfort with the best-selling 100% organic cotton signature hemmed sheets. The cloud weight super soft sateen weave gets softer with every wash. Okay, that's it. I'm wa- I'm definitely going to wash these sheets. <laughs> so they're crafted to the highest standards and attention to detail from sourcing to packaging. The perfect balance of weight and breathability to pamper warm or cool sleepers through any season. Given your bed the White House treatment with sheets that three presidents have fallen in love with. Bull and Branch is dedicated to quality at every step. So to experience an entirely new standard of comfort, visit bullandbranch.com. That's B-O-L-L-A-N-D-B-R-A-N-C-H.com. So get 15% off your first set of sheets with promo code SOBAD. That's bullandbranch.com, promo code SOBAD. Back to Beverly Hills. Like, I know, Is your job just going to events? Like, is yes. this your job now? Well, remember how she acted in Midnight in the Switchgrass or whatever? It's <laughs> yeah, yeah, the Randall Emmett film. Yeah, yeah, she was doing that, but then she refused to promote it. But that's what I'm saying. Like, you, I don't think they're getting paid for this. I, so, yeah, the Megan Fox thing. Everyone is like so like obsessed with her resurgence, and I was like into it for a little bit. Now I'm just like, you are everywhere. And you are literally just like whatever the Kardashian stylist is or Hailey Bieber stylist. She's using actually, it's either Hailey Bieber stylist or one of the Kardashian stylists. It's like, get some originality. I'm so sick well, of the, just like, yeah. And I think the teasing of sexuality or not even teasing of just like hitting us over the head with it. Like they had that Instagram post of like, they were at like, they're like this kitchen table at this airbnb if it could tell stories basically like we humped on this table and it's like first off gross that shouldn't even be allowed on airbnb anymore like and second off like i don't care like at a certain point like i have i've now had to think about you guys having sex 300 times to the point where i'm bored of you guys having sex like i'm bored of you having sex yeah, I literally, I'm just like, it's like the Kravis thing. I'm just like over it. Like, like I'm so happy that Courtney has like a purpose and something yeah. like, and I really love that. Like they really do. He really seems obsessed with her and that's so awesome. Yeah. But at a, at a point I'm like, I, I was like, like Travis, do you like, like, I just keep asking myself, like, do any of these people do anything? Like, I, I know you played the drums on the one song with Machine Gun Kelly at the MTV Awards, but like, what else do you do? Do you just 
hang on Courtney? Like, and what did you do before? No, that's the point. They literally don't do anything. That's like literally the point of being that kind of like, you know, celebrity at this point. It's like, they just like do nothing except travel and probably scroll on their phones all day. What did you think about a Scott and Amelia breaking up? I mean, unsurprising, not shocking. Amelia Bedelia. Yeah, no, but I love how Rinna pretended that she was happy about it. It's like, yeah, right, Rinna, you're so pissed. <laughs> um, uh, yes. We actually had the reunion, Beverly Hills reunion, filmed this past Friday. And Andy, of course, says, oh, we talked about it all. We, she, we, we did an hour and a half on the Tom Girardi case. She opened up. What do you... What do you think about this? And why does it bother me so much that I think Andy likes, by the way, Rinna's on watch what happens live again tonight. And she was just on three weeks ago. I do not like uh, Andy liking Lisa or Erica. Oh God. Rinna's evil. back. Cause she was just on. She with was just on. Scary makes, Joker suit. Yes. It makes like, I I'm guessing there was Coke to be picked up. I don't know. Like it's just so weird. That's probably what it is. Honestly, I'm sure. I'm sure. <laughs> Andy, that's like his favorite dealer these days is Lisa Renner. So he has <laughs> yeah. Hey, Andy, I got the good stuff. <laughs> Andy. Uh, Andy. I love basically last episode of Beverly Hills, you guys. Renner goes, I blacked out last night. What happened? I don't even know. Like she literally said she had no idea what happened at the yeah, dinner. Like, Shut up, Rinna. And then I'm no like, if you. that was the case, Nobody cares about Rena enough to like 5150 or like, like, hey, then we need to have an intervention with you if you don't remember that poor fucking dog, Muffy. They were all manhandling at that dinner. It was so sad. Yeah, the dog did not ask to be brought into this. But <laughs> yeah, that was such bullshit. We've seen Rena drunk before and she's never blacked out. Like, no. Um, but what is your opinion? Like, did you hear anything about the reunion? What are your hopes? What are your dreams? I mean, I hope that they actually put Erica's, I think hopefully after, I think that Andy, a lot of his pro Erica comments kind of came before all of the fan reactions to the show. Yeah. I wonder if he so, was surprised with all the fan reactions. So I think the fan reactions, I mean, I hate to say it that like Andy Cohen can't even think for himself, but like, honestly, he like can't really. So, yeah, I think that the fan reactions have probably swayed how he handles the situation. Probably with he probably finally watched the Hulu documentary because he was like scoffing about it originally. And so yeah. I think it would be irresponsible for him to not watch it. And it would be bad him being bad at his job to not watch it. Would you so, be, would you be in support of waterboarding Erica Jane to get the answers on the reunion? I mean, honestly, I I would be like so down for cruel and unusual punishment at this point. She kind of deserve. Can it. you imagine Kyle's reactions? Like, oh, oh, I know. Oh, I'd be like, oh my god, oh my, they're waterboarding Erica Jane. Um, Brenna would be like, nah. <laughs> I don't. What's going on here? I didn't even see it. I was so busy drinking. Yeah. Um, <laughs> but. Uh, the only person that posted a photo directly after was Garcelle and Sutton and they looked all smiles and an yep. event, which made me very happy. And the thing is what I, I don't like, I love Sutton in this period of Beverly Hills in the, the first couple episodes, I didn't like her because I did think she said some stupid things about crystal and race, which a lot of people have done, but I really have, I, I, I really like when somebody commits to who they are. And like the fact that, 
I just want to keep pointing out, Erica can't even answer basic questions. Mm-hmm. This does this would not exist if Erica just answered basic questions. She won't even do that. And that's the part that I cracks crack up about because I'm like, you guys, she's still not answering the questions. Like she's still not even answering basic questions. Oh yeah. So why are we supposed to feel anything for her? You know? Right. I don't see how anyone, yeah, I don't see how anyone is like, oh my God, Erica, I feel so bad for her. It's like going the exact opposite of how she would hope, I'm sure. It's like, just, yeah, it's like the most basic questions. It's like when Dorit was like, the orphans and the widows, it's like, (laughs) how how do you think we feel reading that? And Erica's like, how do you think I feel? (laughs) How do you think I feel? Yeah, it's like you. She can't for one second just like lend some empathy, or just like some understanding to like the situation that her friends are. It's like no, she is being the most like just deflecting, just so unreasonable. I just I can't even believe it. It's just the worst performance that I'm sure her lawyers and PR, whoever she has, you know, on her team right now, left on her team, are probably like, what the fuck? Well, imagine. I mean. Imagine last week's episode starting to agree with PK, where he's like, hey, we should go her bone there. It don't look good for the victims. And I'm like, I actually yeah. loved that. I loved that. Really, like, I hate to say it. It really turned me on PK. It didn't, <laughs> gotta, no, wait, Sophie, imagine if like, he was 6'4". You'd be, no, you'd be, it didn't turn gone. me on, like, oh, sorry, sexually. Sorry. It didn't arouse me. I just said it turned me on him as a person. Like, it oh, okay. made me a PK fan in a way when he was like you know it's just her behavior it's just the worst kind of behavior i ever thought and and you can tell dorit actually listens to pk because she was like oh right um what if pk stands they're called pecans is that something it's funny because the concept of pk stan just if i i'm the only one i could be the only one i could be on the the forefront of something new and exciting. No, there's going to be a new PK Stan Twitter account that like pops up. (laughs) What's my sexy little butterball doing tonight? (laughs) Um, So, uh, and tonight's episode, you guys, or or last night's episode, we get uh, from the preview, we get Erica going, uh, Tom confronted a burglar. He tried to beat him. And then he, he, uh, then my son had to come over and he rolled his car eight times. Like it, it's some another completely bizarre story that we might not have any proof for, which is just like if we it's like the greatest hits at this point. You're like, we get another car accident. It's so absurd at this point. It's just absurd. Like, it's just yeah, it's ridiculous. All of this stuff actually. Oh, my God. This is kind of a perfect segue. Have you been have you heard about the Murdoch, Alec Mur- Murdoch? The Murdoch, it's- yeah, the murders, yeah. In fact, I had- Yeah, it's actually pronounced Murdoch. Murdoch, okay. And his name, even though it's spelled Alex, it's pronounced Alec. Oh, Alec, really? I've been listening to a podcast about it, and it is so fascinating, and I've been reading the summer. It's like, basically, some background. It's it's this family that it just has this most crazy, just saga of deaths and murder the past few years, and the son and the wife were shot and killed in June, found dead by the husband. And he gets shot the other day. And it comes out that he had paid this guy to shoot it's him. Suicide to, collect, to get insurance to money. Insurance money for his, for his surviving son. 
And like the, the son that was killed in June had killed another girl in a boating accident in 2019. And they're this very prestigious, like legal family. And it came out that he had been embezzling or misappropriating funds from his law firm. And I was reading the subreddit for this <laughs> podcast. And uh, there are rumors that apparently Murdoch, Alec Murdoch, had been funding not only Landon from Southern Charm, but Madison from Southern Charm at one point. Wait, what do you mean funding? Like there like was sugar daddy? Of, like maybe some sort of arrangement. I don't know. Again, this is like a piece of gossip that I read on the subreddit for the podcast. It's like, it's probably bull. I mean, I don't want to say it's probably bullshit because I secretly hope it's true. But like, I mean, I... <laughs> It's, I was like, oh my God, it's coming full circle. My obsession with true crime and my obsession with Bravo. Like, it's crazy. It's crazy. So I don't know. Oh, speaking of um, uh, Southern Charm, uh, be careful what you say about Austin, folks. My friend had posted something and wasn't even super negative about Austin, but it was something kind of like, oh, this guy. And Austin uh, DM'd her and was like, what's this all about? Like he is so insecure. That's small yeah, it, energy. Ima- imagine that. Imagine being six four and DMing somebody because you, that you don't even follow. You don't even follow. Like, and like, what do you? I it's just that's at the end of the day, you, you can't feel good about that, you know? Yeah. No. Yeah. Absolutely not. Um, Dancing with the Stars season thirty cast has been revealed. We have uh, Bachelors Matt James, JoJo Siwa. Brian Austin Green, Spice Girl Mel C, Amanda Klutz, Bling Empire's Christina Chui, wrestler and real world alum Mike The Miz, and Kenya Moore. Um, the only thought I have about this, Brian Austin Green needs this. Megan win. Fox's baby daddy. Megan Fox, he, she, he needs it. I like Brian Austin Green was trying to like date somebody so he can get in Us Weekly. This gets him in there again, gets him yeah. in the game at least, because it's got to be hard. Like, I'm sure they, they've been together for so long, Megan Fox and him, that, uh, yeah. of course, the relationship ran its course. But Machine Gun Kelly right now is arguably the hottest he will ever be in his career. And that does got to be like when you literally you have two kids with somebody that's like, I porked on that Airbnb's uh, kitchen table last oh. night. That's got to be hard, you know? Oh, I hate the usage of that word just now. Pork. Porks. Yes. Well, I'm sorry. Make make love Yiddish? on this. No, make the love. Yiddish word is shtup. I like shtup. Okay, shtup. That is a, it's classy. Yeah. Um, yeah. But I do think it's um I do think that's good. I want him to get a little attention if that's what he so desires. You know. Yeah. I mean, exactly. I'm like you. Feel kind of feel bad for the guy at this point. Good for him. I'm I'm rooting for you. Um. I'm rude. Could you send a message of support to Brian Austin Green? <laughs> Let's all send messages of support to Brian yeah. Austin Green. We're we rooting for you, bro. All of the Megan Fox posts everywhere. We should start like overcompensating with Brian Austin Green, like street style photos. <laughs> <laughs> or we should actually just. He gets Haley Bieber stylist too. <laughs> he, he wears a thing where we can see his, uh, his private parts. Um, uh, the other thing. I'm very Jojo Siwa will be dancing with a, a female dancer, which is like the first time in Dancing with the Stars history. And I got to imagine if you are a young lesbian girl or something, that is probably got to be kind of inspirational representation wise. Um, 
but I did see Jojo Siwa is going out on tour and I saw this today. Nickelodeon won't let her use their songs in her tour that she did for Nickelodeon. They just won't let her do it. And I'm just like, I'm I'm wondering if it's because, well, trademark thing, but like, then I'm like wondering if it's because of the lesbian stuff or, you know, like, I don't know, but I think they're, you would think they would be all inclusive. That would be like a PR nightmare if they were discriminating against her because of that. I think it's probably more like a copyright issue. Okay. Um, I do. I need you to explain this for me to me. So Britney Spears got engaged uh, to this, the guy, Sam Ashkari or whatever. And she was very happy. We're all very happy. And then she said she was counting down th- her days to freedom. And then her Instagram was deleted. And then she said on Twitter that, okay, you guys, I just needed a little bit of a social media break to celebrate the engagement. What do you think? Ha- I mean, it's another bizarre thing in the land of Instagram for Britney Spears. Yeah, definitely. Definitely something shady happening there. I do not believe for one second that she deactivated it herself, which I think was their excuse that she deactivated it to like enjoy being engaged. I'm like, no, something shady. Yeah. By the way, the part of the enjoyment of being engaged is having an Instagram right. to show off, you know? Exactly. Yeah. No, I don't believe that for a second. And yeah, I'm I'm not. I'm not happy about that. That's not a good development. But it, it, like, I'm all for Britney, like, chilling with the Instagram. Let's get everybody on a solid footing. But it just happened so weird and so sudden. Yeah, no. It was definitely, the way that it happened, I think, just deactivated out of nowhere was very strange. And definitely set off people's, you know, red flags. It's just, it's never easy with Britney. Like, it's just like, there's always some mystery to uncover, I feel. And uh, I know it really is just like a never ending rabbit hole. Yeah. Um, this is interesting. Julianne, uh, is it Ho or how? H O U G H. Oh, Julianne Huff. You're, you're right. Julianne Huff. So, you guys, she has signed on to host a new reality show called The Activist, where they have competitions about doing like grassroots activism and all, you know, because. That's exactly what we need is to find a way to make it a contest and make money off of. But she's one of the hosts of this. And people are saying that's ridiculous because in 2013 for Halloween, she dressed up in blackface Mm -hmm. as one of the girls from Orange is the New Black. And she openly wasn't even like she was proud to be photographed. She had no clue what she was doing. And she is one of the hosts of a show called The Activist. What are your thoughts? Yeah, it's so embarrassing. And I think she may have came out with a statement saying that she's like pulling out of the show, like after all the backlash and address the blackface again. The blackface thing is just so wild to me that that like actually happened. Yeah. And yeah. she, yeah, she was just walking around. It wasn't like a resurfaced old photo from like, you know, a high school party, which is what happens sometimes. It's like, no, this was in 2013, you said. Yeah. 2013. She was just like out and about getting paparazzi. Like, it's really absurd. So it's yeah, she proud. has no place like judging anyone for activism, which also is like just an activism show. It like, it's <laughs> very absurd. So it says she responded to the backlash about the new reality competition show. She's judging. Uh, it's a forthcoming CBS series in which six activists from around the world come together to bring meaningful change to one of three urgent universal clauses, health, education, 
um, and sex work. No, and the environment. I'm joking. Um, so the activists will complete uh, compete in missions, media stunts, digital campaigns, and community events aimed at gathering the attention of the world's most powerful decision makers. Demand, demand, demand. And uh, the thing that she said is that she is. She posted this on Instagram. She said, the last few days have been powerful demonstration of real-time activism. Thank you for using your voices, calling me in your accountability and your candor. I am deeply listening with an open heart and mind. After the press release announcing the activist, I heard you say that the show was performative, promoted pseudo-activism over real activism, felt tone deaf like Black Mirror, The Hunger Games, and the hosts weren't qualified to assess activism because we are celebrities and not activists. I heard you say that there was hypocrisy in the show because at the root of activism is a fight against capitalism and the trauma that it causes so many people and that the show itself felt like a shiny capitalistic endeavor. Um, God, this keeps going. Um, and because of this, there is a feeling of insult, dehumanization. And oh God, oh my, okay. So does she do anything about this? I, I, I got the vibe that she was like pulling out of the show, but I don't know. She just I, says, I'm going to continue to listen and sin and sin. She's, at, she's deeply listening, she says. I mean, okay. Like, so is the show still happening? The show is still happening. That was not, I mean, she was they just saying, I've heard show. you. The show sounds ridiculous. Like, no, it's absurd. Imagine like needing work that bad that you're willing to put yourself through all, like, this is what I love. And this actually comes up with the next story too, is that the desire to keep putting yourself out there. It's like, Julian Huff can dance, I think. Like, that's an actual talent. So this is another story that just came out yesterday. And Chrissy Teigen admits she had fat removed from her face in candid chat about plastic surgery, dot, 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 after celebrating 50 days of sobriety. Now, we talked about Chrissy last week in terms of 50 days of sobriety. Um, but why are you going? Like, you don't have to, like, it's not the, it's, what is she, like, what are you, what are you doing? Like, what are you? You had fat what removed you from mean? your face. She, and wants, she wants attention any but, way she can get it. She already got some headlines again. It's like, she's back. But like, what is she in her head? Does she think I'm being like relatable? Like on it? Like, what does she think? Yeah. I'm, I mean, I don't know. I'm, she wants attention. She literally, that's all it is. Like she's not trying to be relatable. She wants attention. I think if anything, she's proud of her plastic surgery because it means that she's rich and she loves showing off how rich she is. Like she literally just wants headlines and publicity and she's like getting it. And she's just, yeah, it's so stupid. It's like, okay, no one asked about your buccal fat removal. Like shut up. <laughs> Um, some housewives, uh, real estate news. Sonia Morgan takes her five-story Manhattan, Manhattan townhouse off the market after eight years without an offer. And also Erica Jane and ex Tom Girardi dropped the price of their Pasadena mansion again, as they cut 1 million off the home this time, just four months after listing it. But it's like, it's getting to a point where we're going to be able to afford this Pasadena mansion. Yeah. Yeah. We should. Yeah. Just combine our savings. Yeah. I mean, but uh, I, that makes me sad about Sonia. Like, why? I know. Not... I don't understand why the Morgan family doesn't just buy it from her. They have enough money. But like, also help her out. Isn't New York real estate like really like isn't it in demand? 
Well, it's priced way too high for the amount of work that'll have to be done on it. If she like gutted it and like renovated it and paid for like renovations and like, or just, you know, yeah, refurbish it or whatever it is, like it would be worth so much money, but she doesn't have the money to dump into it. Okay. Yeah. Um, What did you think of this story? Denise Richards' daughter alleges abusive household as source defends actress, um, they, they, you know, but basically Denise Richards' daughter has moved in with Charlie Sheen saying that Aaron and Denise um, weren't abusive. Like they was just living under their house and their rules were too much for her. But it kind of, it was that their, their daughter, Sammy, but that kind of made me sad. Like, and then Charlie Sheen was like quoted as saying, GED, here we come. Cause she dropped out of high school. Yeah. I think that it's, it's probably very complicated because I'm sure she has some of Charlie Sheen's like genes where, you know, he's a little unpredictable, but at the same time we saw how Aaron kind of as an Aaron seems a little bit controlling and kind of scary. And like, I don't know. I just hope she's okay. I'm like, yeah, it's not a good situation. Yeah, no, it just seems really. And I mean, I make fun of Aaron a lot, but Denise did seem like a decent mother or at least interested in trying to be a decent mother. Or I mean, I could be completely wrong on that. Yeah. I thought Denise seemed like a great mother from what we saw, but again, it's like, that's only on the show. I don't know. Who knows? Um, What did you think of real housewives of Salt Lake city? Oh, I thought it was great. I thought it was a very solid premiere. Very, very solid. I'm interested to see how all the Jen stuff, it looks like the editors are being shady and she's getting like the Erica Jane edit. So yeah, and I'm loving like kind of like the tension brewing between Meredith and Lisa. Yeah, Meredith really definitely engaged. Like she was really clearly speaking. I Okay, so I'm... I'm not on team Lisa's side when it comes to Jen because she's clearly like Meredith is anti-Jen and so am I, but I just love Lisa Barlow. I just love her. She makes me laugh. I love she's having this intense conversation with Meredith and she's like, she's finally like, okay, fine. How do we get you to a place of like, okay, how do we get, how do we get you to, how do we get you happy? How do we get you? Let's just end this. Like, let's, I love that. She was like, I'm not going to keep listening to you, bitch. Let's just figure out how you can be friends with Jen. And also, am I, did I get that wrong? Is, is Brooks into women? Like he hasn't officially come out yet. Well, I think it's like, he just needs to come out on his own terms. I don't think he's, I'm all for that, but I thought it was fully, I thought, I thought there wasn't even a question. Like I thought there wasn't. Well, yeah, there isn't, but like you let him come out on his own terms and label himself what he wants to be labeled. Maybe he wants, maybe he's bi. Like, I don't. Hey ladies, you might be able to get a little piece of that. Yeah. I understand being mad about like the, 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 some of the comments that like the tweets that Jen was liking at the same time. I'm like, of course. Brooks Brooks also had confessionals last season. He was getting himself involved in the drama. It's not like he was like some random, like all the other kids that, you know, he was no, like, he came actually, to play. He came to play. Yeah, yeah. It's like that, that kind of opens himself up to, you know, that makes him vulnerable to getting attacked like the rest of the housewives do. So I don't know. It's well, like, yeah. The thing I was most shocked about in watching the show was, the admission that I have coach... to, I have to get ready for dinner soon. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Yeah. We're closing up right now. The, uh, the admission that coach Shaw said she was going, he was going to leave Jen Shaw and actually went to a divorce lawyer six months before they were. That guy almost got out and he didn't. 
I mean, he, yeah, it's like, I, I bet it's going to happen soon. Cause like she's facing very serious charges, like very, very serious. Yeah. Like it, prison time is happening. So yeah, I don't see him staying with her. And there's the showing of the closet, like you said, with Erica Jane in the first five minutes of showing Jen Shaw's closet. There was three rooms. I'm just like, that's so dumb. You know, it's just another one of those things is going to be used against her, but it was so entertaining. I know. Oh my God. Her stupid closet with like her just horrible Ikea shelving. Like, oh my God. Okay. This was a quick guys. We didn't need to do this, but we wanted to do this uh, for you guys. And uh, I hope that, sorry, one sec. I hope that, uh, I hope that you guys have a great rest of your week. We'll do a Beverly Hills recap on Friday. Um, And Sophie, anything that we need to be aware of you, you got Greg uh, away from the bachelor. Is there any other victories that we need to celebrate? Um, oh my God, I've just been so freaking busy the past few weeks traveling. I'm just excited to be back in New York and hopefully like back to working more. Guys, if you see <laughs> Sophie on the more. street, just grab her. Just say, hey, Sophie. Please. Oh my God. No one has ever, ever seen me, recognize me. Are you kidding? That would make my life. <laughs> and someone's like, are you Sophie Roth? <laughs> oh my God. I sometimes think about that when I'm like at Starbucks or not at Starbucks, but like when you're giving your email at a store or whatever, and I'm like giving my email and my email is like my name. So I'm like Sophie Ross. And I'm like, oh my God, does anyone follow me? (laughs) Like not actually, but I'm like, that would be funny if someone was like, oh, I like your Twitter. That was so embarrassing for me to admit. It would, no, it's not, I mean, it's real, but it would be, it would be funny if the first time it happens and it's just a guy serving you papers for court. (laughs) (laughs) I am Sophie Ross. Yes, thank you so much. Oh my God. Yeah, I'm like, oh my God, thank you. Can I sign? And he's like- Yes, yeah, you sure can, yeah. Thank you so much. <laughs> um, okay, so oh, we will uh, hopefully talk to you again on uh, uh, Sunday. And yes. uh, thank you so much. Only a few days and then we're back. I'm sure you're excited. Yeah. <laughs> Bye. Bye. Betches.